Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Guilty. He's guilty, y'all. Love after Maka. Of love in the first degree. But I don't mind. Mm-mm. Sure don't. As long as you're here with me. A judge and the jury. jury. When they hurt my plea. Yeah. You know they sent me up the river. Straight up fabric will gay up. They put the flame on me. Lock me up, throw away the key. I'm just a prisoner of love. I'm doing time, I'm doing fine. I'm just a prisoner of love. Love after lock up, y'all. Watch it, y'all. Those little Debbie cakes They go everywhere Nothing like a jumpsuit <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Y'all, normally we, we <laughs> Normally we talk and I'm like, no we, Roll, we just, roll. Just roll I need, I need immediate I need we immediate feedback uh, Y'all, this is Lalu This is Love After La- Lockup Which we call Lalu. Lalu. Love After Lockup. Season three, episode 35, apparently. My TiVo says season four, episode one. On the WeTV's website, it says (laughs) season three, episode 35. I I don't know. So we don't, but I feel like it's a season four and it should be a season four. However, I think we should go by what WeTV says because that's the fucking website. This is so stupid. It makes right, now, no sense. I, I, I think we should just stop talking about episode numbers, honestly. Well, I want to give some people some type of reference. And on YouTube TV, it says season three, episode 35. It's very Why confusing. does it say season four on mine? Because TiVo is like, who the fuck is Smarter? doing this? We're going to do it better. Yes. Because <laughs> TiVo is better. I know we're like the last two people in the world to use it. Um, Although here in Oklahoma with Sparklight Cable, they recommend you use a TiVo because we just got Sparklight Cable yesterday. Because and it- my dad's DVR fucking sucks. And the guy went, TiVo's great. We we have to we move, gotta on. move on. We got to move on, y'all. But the episode is called "Cheap Thrills and Big Deals." As in, I'm kind of a big deal. As in, Dill Pickle. As insert in, righteous, uncontrollable laughter. I mean, this was I. My nephew really loved this joke when he was ten. Yeah, I think these he two deserve wore, one another I think who enjoy wore, this. He even wore a pickle shirt because he was 10. It's like, y'all, it's like when you 
when you wore like Looney Tunes, when like Looney Tunes were Space Camp and they did kind of like hip hop influenced Looney Tunes, you can either wear it as a kid or you can wear it as an adult, but ironically. Yes. Not yes. wholeheartedly. Um, or it's almost like Laffy Taffy, which yep. you thought was hysterical yep. at yep. age six. Or when my when my nephew tells me jokes that he thinks is hysterical, I have to pretend to laugh. Actually, we should um, say Laffy Taffy that everybody else thinks is funny. And then Little Poodle says, that's a stupid joke. That has no <laughs> nuance. It's just a pun. Do you I'm even like, know what a pun have been is? Actually, this <laughs> little poodle, and y'all. I rewrite the joke for Laffy Taffy, and my not my friends because little poodle didn't have any friends. <laughs> and then the teacher calls your mom, and says, "Mother poodle, um, little poodle uh, created a joke with a sexual innuendo today. <laughs> He's in the second grade." Suck it. <laughs> oh, she's boy. she's an idiot, my teacher. Okay, um, we, let's, let's you jump, jump into in. the couples, or do you want to talk about uh, as a whole? It's because it's all new couples. Okay, so uh, this I is, don't. This is all new couples. I guess we just this jump is in. Almost too much for my senses to process, y'all. Because I, I had a lot. I wrote a lot, and I had a lot of kind of my notes are just tracking my feelings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. About seeing them. It's just totally in real time, just brainstorming. I'm reacting to it. And that's why my notes read like some type of like trip like like trip through a strange land diary. Just a big <laughs> mushroom trip, yeah. y'all. You're just in like, a forest hugging the trees and suddenly a gnome comes up your butt and then tittles your <laughs> prostate. And you're like, What was that? That's kind of what it felt like. Um, um, so I just, we're going to jump into the characters in a second. I just want to tell people that this is like, and if you're listening, this is on the regular feed that we're putting the first episode on the regular feed y'all. And then after this, this normally is on our $8 tier on reality gaze extra, yeah. whether you use Patreon or supercast $8 tiers where you can get the rest of the this season. But people, um, people might actually, if you're new to this series, you might actually not know the, the, the kind of the premise, but uh, yeah. I don't know if, if you have, if you've been living under a rock, but the premise I mean, it, is, yeah. I mean, love after lockup, Carl, what's that name mean? I mean, it's pretty well, clear. Well, I, I, when I first heard the name, I thought it was people who were in, in jail falling in love. Oh, that's true. Okay. So uh, explain poodle. Ba- basically is people um, uh, who are not poodle in jail. Bot, explain. Uh, <laughs> people who are not in jail uh basically having relationships with people who are incarcerated and who are about to get out of jail hopefully and hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> there are some that and there are little little sometimes there are little mess ups and snafus yeah. that happen uh that they don't get let out at a certain time uh but they are trying to have a life on the quote outside, outside. With this um Former incarcer- formerly incarcerated person. And then it's kind of like with 90 Day Fiance. There's 90 Day Fiance where they have 90 days. But then there's like, then there's Happily Ever After that's kind of like after the 90 days. You'll yeah. might, you might hear us mention couples or situations from life after lockup, which is after they maybe get married. After they have or their kind first of, season. After yeah. their first season, they go to life after lockup. Um, I, so normally y'all like last season... There was like we like everybody had their quirks. 
But then there was like Destiny and Lindsay Ugh. who were just like oh. completely, oh. what the fuck are they doing? Just, oh, such so good. So, so good. This is almost everyone this season. I feel like they that, ramp up the cuckoo. That is the case. Um, I I think that everyone kind of has they 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 kind of wanted to go back to their roots. Um, yeah. By finding everyone's kind of a trope that we've Which seen. We before. haven't done season one. No, we need to do that. But we kind of know about them. Yeah. And and uh, this it's 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 bonkers. Let's just say it's, that. Um, yeah. and, and the idea here, you guys, is a lot of times a lot of these people are the formerly incarcerated people are playing these these people on the outside. So yeah, we that's really, kind yeah. of a theme. And some some work out like um Marcelino and Brittany. Yeah. Um, Brittany. You've got you've got uh Andrea and Lamar, who it, it, it's worked out, but they've had to work at it. Destiny um, is married, not to, <laughs> not to Sean. Sean, but she's married now. So I yeah, think she's life, back in jail too. Life after lockup, uh, and it, and it's let's just say it's complicated. These yes. relationships on the outside. I will say, if you are someone who is triggered by um, uh, drug abuse, drug recovery, so to speak, um, this might or might not be the show for you to watch. We're going to talk about that a little. I'm just going to. General, not, not everybody, but I'm just saying throughout the season, it's yeah. not going to happen so much in this episode. But there are say, people recovering. Yeah, we, we don't, we don't know that anybody right now, except for I believe uh, it was what's his name, Doug, who's six five. Doug, um, but no, also um, Stan's who, girlfriend, Lisa. She was in for selling narcotics and drugs, and usually when you're selling, you're also using. Right, that's true. Oh, and, um, I, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm just telling you it's kind of a precursor for people that get triggered by that. Just right. be aware of that. So um, we're not going to say it every show. We just kind of want to let – if you're new to it, well, I just want to let you know Yeah, now. if you're in recovery or triggered by that, this might not be the after, show for you. Love After Lockup may not be Because like with you. Brittany, Brittany's fine, but she was dealing with her mom and her mom's oh. recovery. So it's a lot of institutional um, kind of – yeah. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. Just wanted to prep people. But can we please? Oh, let's move I on. I feel like I feel like I'm a. I feel like you know when you just you just laid on like you've already made out a little bit. You're starting to get kind of sweaty. Your underwear are taut, and you just get all your clothes <laughs> off, taut. and you get on the bed, and your butt's up in the air, and you're just waiting. You know what's about to come, and it's just oh. I, I'm just it's so the excited. Expectation of yes, it all. I'm so I'm well, just like a pulsating butthole right now. I'm ready. <laughs> well, wow, can, can we warm up to things like that? See, it's afternoon here. It's morning for you. It's eleven thirty, <laughs> and I wasn't ready time. for that. <laughs> um, Deontay and Nicole, you guys. Deontay, um, uh, Deontay and He's Nicole, thirty-three. Nicole, and Nicole is 23. Is, uh, go ahead. Larceny, uh, four years. Four years. Um, so Deontay is buying wine, uh, and the wine store, uh, attendant says, What, what are you looking for? She's like, Well, she wants red, white, and pink. pink. 
So um, she's not a choosy girl. She's um, not a choosy girl. And Deontay, you guys, is definitely a, a, a kind of a, a, a trope we've seen before because he says, I'm a helpless romantic like Sean or someone like that. Yes. He thought he would be married. He says, I thought I would be married by now. Uh, but that wasn't, he's like, but I have a crappy time in relationships. Um, and of course, Nicole calls because that is a trope of the show yes. to, to let us kind of know who they are and we hear their voice. Well, and we should, Nicole looks like, we should say this, and I'm only bringing this up because Derek, his friend, brings it up later. So Deontay is a black man. Nicole is a white woman. White and, blonde woman. And I'm bringing this up because they talk about it in the show. Yeah. But y'all, she is, she is 23 and all of her pictures are She's just, a destiny. Yeah, dyed, She's a total destiny from last dyed season. Dyed blonde hair, like white as could be. Extremely harsh, filtered. Harsh Lindsay makeup, extremely, and just kissy faces. Just pouting, pouty lips, pouty lips, yeah. pouty lips. She's she's a destiny, y'all. She's so a destiny. This is what Deontay is in for. Uh, and he loves her personality. Pers- and he's like, <laughs> yes. And he, y'all, the Sorry. editing on this show, oh, so good. He says, you know, I I can't stand shallow people or people that are into materialism. I hate materialistic people. Cut to Nicole when she called him. Do you have my money? Do you have my money? They met on a site called Paper Dolls. Did you happen to do a look on this website? <laughs> no, I did not. I'm scared uh, to because I'm afraid I'll get arrested. Uh, I don't know, but paper dolls, the pedophiling. name paper dolls, no, it feels like something you can just throw away. It does oh, that's seem sad. That's disturbing. Sad, poodle. And also, it also feels like something you can just put clothes onto and put whatever you want onto it. And it's something, the name really disturbs me. Oh, um, I think it's a paper dolls pen. Oh, paper dolls pen pals. So it's a pen pal where you can meet. They don't say it's dating. It's where you can just write because you know in prison they still write actual letters. Where so you can it's write on letters. paper. That's why they're explaining yes. it. I went the other way with paper dolls. I the did more too. disturbing route. <laughs> this. But the fact that it's called Paper Dolls and it's just... It's just pen pal when, letter. Just, I'm sure it's nothing just, ever got sexual. I'm positive. It's just women. <laughs> it's And the website looks like it was... This website costs $3.20 to make. And it um, uh, it looks like... Wix. Wix no, is <laughs> no. Wix is actually really good, y'all. I would oh, love I don't know. Spo- I would love for I them to sponsor. I don't build websites. Yeah, he doesn't. Wix is amazing. <laughs> they should sponsor it. Which one is it, Squarespace website. or Wix? Squarespace. You know nothing about web. Squarespace is really good, too. This is like um, this is like a Microsoft a WordPerfect website. Oh, okay. This is like literally 1997. But, y'all, they've been dating for... A year and a half. He proposed in prison, so they're engaged. Um, we. He also needs us to know that he has an extremely high sex drive, but he's also loyal. So he bought this kind of very disturbing kind it's, of what he referred to as a sex torso. I think that's what it is called. So basically, y'all, it is just – <laughs> it's the way Poodle would like for me to be sometimes where my head is cut <laughs> off. 
and so are my legs. And I just have to sit there like a trunk of a body and listen to him yell at me. I prefer no trunk at all. Okay. Okay. Just to clarify, I'd prefer you weren't there at all. Okay. Um, But that's so it's just it's literally tits and ass. But with the vagina. But a small version that you kind of well, fuck so into. You can it try, was I mean, really disturbing to me. You know, I'm all for this. Like, hey, like, get your fleshlight, get whatever, all that kind of stuff. That's great. It was but how this it was just, packaged, But this though. just looks <laughs> very serial killery. It well, just... It was like a cut-off torso that you just, like, skull fuck. But there's no skull. <laughs> there's no. And and he named it Nicole Jr. <laughs> so, his name is Nicole Jr. And, and then it then, goes in the dishwasher! <laughs> then he's like, you gotta keep Nicole Jr. clean. So he throws her in the dishwater with fucking Cascade. <laughs> And the main thing that actually got me is next to the China, next to the China. (laughs) You know what? We actually uh, we don't have a reality theater, but we actually have uh, right now we have. So we actually have an old Cascade commercial that never made air where they were (laughs) advertising the cleaning capabilities for (laughs) a sexless torso. Are you having trouble cleaning your sex toy? Well, look at Mary. Mary, say hello. Hi, everybody. I just want you to know that there's nothing that cleans out my vibrators and my sex toys like Cascade. It gets signs of lube, any type of uh, uh, little interaction you might have, possibly feces. Oh, Mary, you're a naughty girl, aren't you? You have no idea, announcer. Go ahead and get your cascade today. It gets your vibrators, sexist to- se- headless torsos, <laughs> and any type of sex- sexual equipment clean as a whistle. You heard it from Mary's mouth, and oh. who else knows where? I gotta go now. My husband's about to come home, and we have to use Nicole Jr. Cascade. <laughs> I'm glad we found another use for dishwasher. <laughs> they just don't have enough. I must say, I did. I I, did. I gasped. <laughs> I gasped when he when I saw him put it in the dishwasher. I'm sure that's a normal thing people do with their sex toys. I'm sure, but oh, I knew you would like that. Something commercial. about it. I feel like that's something you hand wash. I I don't I, know why. <laughs> I you know. I years ago had to, I wrote an article and part of like this gig is like, hey, you can write an article, but you also have to review like sex toy porn shit and not shit, but stuff. I hated it because you use it once and good God, it's just, it's cleanup is really hard. So if dishwashing is the mad, like if I need to pop, if I need to pop a butt plug in there with my Lemmy shine in the dishwasher, <laughs> then have at it. I don't know. Come at me. Let me shine. Oh, let me shine's great. It's like an all natural dishwashing detergent. Okay. It's kind of the best. Okay. Sorry. I just, I don't know a ton about I was just kind of the best. I was just told about but it also doesn't leave a residue. Why are we talking about this? They're not paying us. Someone spent a lot of time washing dishes at work, y'all. 
This is true, y'all. As an <laughs> office bitch, I have to watch attorneys' dishes, and I've gone. I'm telling you, from my experience, Lemmy Shine is the best. We're not do. They're not an advertiser, so they shut your mouth. Should be though. I found um, that I went to see a taping of the talk, and they gave us <laughs> Lemmy Shine for free, so it worked. Where are we? Anyway, y'all. So she's got. He's got the I, whole I, starter kit laid out on the bed I with also an want iPhone. To say that Deontay says. If you notice in Nicole Jr., the holes are a lot larger now. <laughs> and I am going to say this, y'all. Deontay has a huge dick. It's a nice dick. He's, I don't find him attractive at all. He's not cute to me, there's, but I'm there's just saying. There's something about him that is so desperate and gross. He's got he's got a long, it's a nice a dick. long reaching dick. But the, unfortunately, he'd open his mouth and my, my penis would just go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that attracted to him at, at a, as well. Uh, so he's got a starter kit, an iPhone. There's there's like panties. This, this is the prison, there. the it's out of the prison starter, starter kit. <laughs> it's there's always they an always iPhone. They always have though. one. They're always laid out on the bed. There's always an iPhone. They're there's always. always some nice panties. I haven't yet seen an actual pile of money um, yeah, that, that he, she wanted. His friend Derek comes over. Derek is like. He is like the uh, the uh, D Mark of this season, yes. the hilarious hot friend. Yes, and Derek comes in and he's like, "You bought yourself a white girl." That's what he said. You <laughs> bought yourself a white girl. That's what you did. And Deontay's like, "Quote no. of the episode." It was, and he basically says he just has he's in sick puppy love, and you know, is it going to work out? And he was like, "Fuck no." <laughs> No, the, this the, is the, at the end, at the end, he just says, "Dumbass, dumbass." <laughs> Con- he goes, "Congratulations." I will say, we all need a little Derek in our life. If you to, his Instagram, let me know to keep us straight. Uh, I we we move on. I feel like he Deont- Deontay has a lot of people in his life that know better, probably know better, <laughs> and that give him good advice that he doesn't yeah. listen to. He's a Sean, y'all. He is maybe a, Sean. a little smarter than a Sean because okay, Sean is really stupid. Moving water is smarter than Sean. Actually, moving water is probably yep. pretty smart. And and I will say, a lot of these people this season do feel more, especially the people who aren't uh, formerly incarcerated people, um, the daters, as you will. Um, Oh, you don't hear it? Okay, good. <laughs> it's very, very, very... Y'all... She's Poodle, vacuuming again. Poodle got a roommate who moved in last year, this week. Roommate? Or not a roommate, but a neighbor that lives upstairs now. Yeah. So it's going to take... I got take, an upstairs neighbor. Uh, it's going to take about a month for Poodle to get used to it, and then that's okay. She but vacuumed, and it sounded like she was roller skating above it. Uh, but I don't you know You can't be mad. Because when I come back from Oklahoma, because right now, y'all, we're remote but goat, I'm going to be singing with you and screaming and yelling and singing dick. It sounds like she's pushing a lathe across the floor (laughs) back and forth, (sighs) scraping off the wood floor veneer. I'm actually concerned for the floors. I've been concerned for the floors for an hour. Anyway, if you can't hear it, I'm not going to make a big deal of it. No, I can't. I... I will stop if y'all you if can I hear he- it. If y'all can hear it, you need to come at me. 
You uh, need to make her brownies immediately because you're the I one that's going to be fucking that. up the sound thing. I plan to do that. So Make them gluten-free. You never know he, in L.A. He, oh, God. He is, you know what? She can throw them away. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> so he's he's going to meet his mom, uh, and he says, basically, Mama she, she Nick, don't play. Nika. 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 Um, he was a Marine, which is interesting because he seems to lack a lot of the discipline that Marines seem to have after in their life. Well, um, maybe know, maybe that's I don't know. I think for some people it can be different. Like I know some people that um, really grow up being in the Marines, and then mm-hmm. some people that um, that don't maybe because for some of them, when you go to the Marines, um, depending on your position. If everything's decided for you. Everything's decided for you. Mm-hmm. If you're not necessarily in more of a leadership position. And for, for a lot of people, that's really great. But then they get out into life and it's, wait a minute. I've got to make more decisions than I'm not used to doing. That makes so, sense. I, I guess I, I I guess the people who I, like family members of mine who oh, are in the Marines. They have their shit out, together. Like the very together. Yeah, that's um, what I know too. But maybe, maybe that's just my experience. I know a couple, um, a couple of people. Now, I will say, y'all, his dad was a Marine and his dad wasn't home a lot. So really at all. We don't know if his dad, I, it doesn't seem like his dad was much a part of his life. So maybe to, maybe he's trying to latch on to this whole family relationship thing for <laughs> possibly there there's something lacking in his life we also find out that he had a uh, also formerly incarcerated person named chelsea uh as a girlfriend before a a white blonde blonde girl blonde white girl with pictures of her in kissy face and mark my words we saw pictures of her that means she signed a release that means y'all chelsea's gonna show (laughs) up this season so i'm calling it now i need to say that this he says, just because, you know, I saw two white girls with blonde hair who both called themselves Barbie doesn't mean anything. And his brother just no, goes, no, he also says it's the that, same thing. <laughs> no, you missed the best part. Just because I two white girls who call themselves Barbie that I met in prison, it's not the same <laughs> thing. And his brother, Jamoy, Jamoy, I, I think that's how you say it. Sounds him. right. Um, he, yeah, he, he and his it mom. It is the same thing. He and his mother are there and she's just saying, Please tell me you have some ground rules with her. And he's like, well, and she said, how much money have you spent on her? And he spent twenty to $30,000. And she goes, on what? His that's mom. A, that's a lot of commissary candy. <laughs> y'all, Mama Nika is going to be like Mama yeah. Chevelle. She's like, she just needs to know. I'm watching She's her. She's like, I'm watching her. I'm she watching says her. that he sends, he, that... DeMonte, he sends Nicole his paycheck. Deontay. What did I say? DeMonte. DeMonte. Sorry. Deontay. <laughs> I was thinking, of, yeah, I'm terrible. I just with said. I know. I, I'm terrible I, with names. Just, I know. Just be, be, but be, take extra care. I try. I try. <sighs> y'all, I get it in my head once. That's why I call everybody sugar. <laughs> anyway, y'all. I think Mama Nika for the win. I'm excited. No, she's going to be. I I can't wait to see her interacting with this girl. It'll it'll be interesting. We've Let's, seen a little bit of clips back and forth. It's true. Let's talk about. There's not a lot for these this two, but let's talk about Brittany and Brittany, Ray. Brittany and Ray. Brittany is 33 years old. She's outside of prison, and she's in love with Ray, who's 29 years old. Possession with intent to to distribute four years. Four years. So 
She said, she's excited. She's like, my boyfriend is going to be, be released from jail. I want to look sexy and cute. And she's like. Bougie, but kind of no panties cute. <laughs> yes. I mean, she That's said, a very type of cute. No yeah. panties cute. She describes herself as extra and fancy. Bougie. And bougie. And she said over the top. Depends Except on for her men. Except for, she's like, but I like men with the little, that are a little, little edgy. And Poodle. I understand yeah. you, Brittany. <laughs> Poodle was like, yeah. And so. Ooh, I hear that. I was she, pumping to the sky. <laughs> she was doing yeah, it. was like, my girl. My girl, Brittany. Well, so she says she gets this bouginess from her mom, that her mom is very put together. And basically she says her mom's not going to. She's going shopping and her friends, uh, Sumitra and Courtney, come over. And they basically, she tells her friends, she's like, my mom's not going to be happy unless I bring a judge or like or an attorney or a yeah. doctor home. Like she's not. And she hasn't care. told her family at all about this guy. At uh, all. But she's and ready to have that in-house dick. In-house dick! Again, I fist bump. <laughs> yes. That's why, that's why I don't have to wash my, di- my sex toys in the dishwasher anymore. In-house I put that shit D. away. I got that in-house D. So uh, her previous relationship, she does mention that she was physically abused and the guy went to jail. Um, she she pressed charges. She yes. was the one who pressed charges, and he went and, to jail. And her friends are like, "We all went through this with you, right? Why would you want to poti- potentially um, set this up?" And Samitra says, "You were raised to be uh, to yeah. be no drama." And I just want to say, just because I know, because my partner talks about this, because I think it is important. Brittany is black. I think Ray is too. Yeah. But like my my partner has talked about that, especially in black America that, you know, that black men, we've talked about those on this show that we um, thinks in some ways, this show sheds a light on the black experience and recidivism and things like that. But also for families, it's a big deal with like uh, with my partner. They had the word like no drama too. And that meant like, they don't want you dating somebody that has a prison record. They, they want to yeah. like, so I think that's going to come up in this season Quote unquote, the, you want, they want someone who does well for themselves. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that's my opinion. I'm just saying that's things we've heard it. And if you well, no, are, that's what Brittany is saying. That's yeah, what and she's our, saying about our family. Yes. And our uh, sissies of color, feel free to speak more to that experience. I just know personally what my, what my partner talks about in his family. So um, that's about it for her. That, that, that's it. There's not a lot yeah. of them. We still have a few more, but because we're doing this show on the free feed. Yeah, this is only four. We only have yeah, four. We're going to take a little break for commercial. If you're listening on Patreon or Supercast, we're going to keep going and we'll see y'all in a second. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird, lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sorry, I just saw my new neighbor, so I was just looking to see Poodle who it was. Poodle said, I'll start, and then he's staring at the <laughs> no, window like Gladys walking. Kravitz. <laughs> Looking at his neighbor. Uh, I want to see what she looks like. Anyway, 
so y'all, now we get to professional who I'm calling the cringe couple. Uh, this is the cringe Ooh. couple of the season, y'all. Rachel Ooh. 35, Doug 28, felon, uh, possession of firearm. I, Rachel, I thought it's interesting her name is Rachel because for about the first 10 minutes I would thought, is this a sketch with Rachel Dratch? Because she kind of <laughs> looks like her to me. And she's not really. She does a little, a little, a little. I guess. This, but it feels. I thought we were. Her being eyebrows punk. look like her. Yeah, and, and her nose. I thought we were being punk. Y'all, Rachel is in Michigan, and I haven't really. I you know I didn't take a lot of notice at where these people were. I think we will in the second episode. Now that oh we, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's um y'all she's in Michigan. She was in the Marine Corps for five years. She's a color in the lines, play by the rules, girl. But in relationship, she like the bad boys. She like the bad boys. I hear um, it. I hear it. She's like, honey. no, I don't want to date. Again, this was a poodle move when she said, I don't want to date an accountant. Let me get fucked rough raw and throw <laughs> me up and hit me and punch me and that, that, that. Yeah. Have a nice dinner. Little, little roughy play after that. So she's cringy, but. Y'all, she likes someone to give it to her, and Poodle and I definitely agree. The with way that. she likes it, as she says it, um, Poodle. She's a dirty, dirty girl. She's a dirty girl, like I, me. <laughs> Poodle, um, what are your thoughts on bologna? <laughs> I haven't eaten bologna in years and years, but as a child, really? I loved it. I I loved it. I loved it because my father loves it. In fact, we've got a pack of Bar S bologna <laughs> right in the This fridge. is something we've already covered. So and, but here, I just want to <laughs> say, y'all, my father loves bologna. Bologna on bread, fried bologna, bologna and eggs, whatever. He loves bologna. It's made of lips and assholes. This is too much bologna <laughs> for even my father to eat. Nine pounds. There's nine pounds of fucking bologna. Y'all, if Doug She eats had that, to go to a butcher shop to get this. Yeah, if, if Doug <laughs> eats that bologna within the first week of being there, y'all, the farts that are going to be <laughs> in that place. I mean, and she's expect for him to fuck her. He's just going to be... His it's going to be disgusting. His blood would be 10% nitrates. Oh, <laughs> yes. He probably, when he comes, would go... <laughs> um... That was hard for you. So, y'all, uh, they have they've been together. She'd known him for a, a, a year and a half, and he's yes. six five. So that means that means something, y'all. It doesn't. Most it doesn't. Time, you never most of the time, know. I I have been I uh, have been ridiculously disappointed one time. I've been. I actually think more. I have been with a guy who was six four. Oh, we'll have to see his hands. He picked me up. We were making out. He picked me up. He, he like, I tossed my head back. He kissed me while he walked me back to the bedroom. I started hearing, Lord, lift us up where we belong. He laid me down on that bed, and he took off his pants, and I suddenly heard, it was an itsy bitsy teeny weedy. <laughs> really? Yes. Tiny? Yes. Yes. Huh. yes. I, so, I just had, I just had been, been like, it's, it's never the, the complete opposite. But oh, it was a, probably a four-inch dick. 
Well, that's that's not it's not like that's not so uncommon. But, but the proportion for, for you, he's fucking yeah, for you to feel anything, it needs to be at least seven. Eight, uh, <laughs> eight, y'all. Let's be honest. Um. So, uh, she, the, her friends are over. Kobe and Donnie. Uh, these also look like Rena friends to me. I don't know why they look so generic. <laughs> I think Michigan uh, casting had a hey day uh, day player friend of day someone <laughs> day player friend of someone who's a basic. Basic bitch, yeah. Basic so bitch, yeah. They're saying, so you don't think that blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, everyone has a past. Yeah, she says, <laughs> she, but no, she doesn't even say that. She says it actually even more just kind of like you would say, well, you know, um, let's say, let's say you're like, I don't know, you're, if your Aunt Jane's talking to, to Mother Poodle, and I don't know, they're talking about somebody who is trying their best. Like maybe they, the way they talked about Poodle in sports. And he's out there, Poodle's out there playing soccer. And he's trying his best. And Aunt Jane would say, he's trying his best. Everybody's got a past. <laughs> that is the way she said that. Like, I guess it everybody is. has a past. Uh, not everyone has a past of she number, thinks, number one. No, but two, two, he's been incarcerated since he was 17, basically. 17. And y'all, he's not the first convict she's dated. That's why she's saying it. This is, the, is the third one. Third, third time's a charm. The third convict that she's dated. Third time's um, a charm, or uh, it's the last one. Third time's, uh, <laughs> a, third time's a hell mouth. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, she, they've been together 10 months, but she married him four months. Oh, no. She married him four months ago, 10 months into their relationships. Yeah. And she says when he comes home, he wants the four Bs. What do you boobies, think the four? Boobies. Baloney. Baloney. Non-alcoholic booze. Yeah, that's going to last. And blowjobs. BJs. And you know what? <laughs> I'm good with I'm good with all of those except for the non-alcoholic booze. Uh, so you can handle the boobs. <laughs> I can handle the boobs. For me, I'd rather have the, the non-alcoholic booze. I like a non-alcoholic beer every once in a while. Ugh. What's Give the me point? an Odell's. Just don't drink it. It, uh, it is like liquid bread, though. Odell's. That's what I said. You said Odell's. <laughs> Gary, go to the tape. <laughs> I like it how you still. When I correct you, you still kind of you still react like you think I'm making it up for a reason. Well, you like to you like to troll me, <laughs> but I'm just trying to correct you no, so well, people on the podcast don't go. You know, it's Odules. No, I don't think that's right. No, I don't think that's happened. Uh, anyway, so this is the interesting thing, y'all, because they haven't consecrated the marriage yet. Let me say that again. They haven't consecrated, consecrated it. Like, you know, how you consecrate your marriage in a consecrated church. <laughs> in a consummated church. Uh, well, this is the show that has brought us. <laughs> he turned it around in 360 degrees. <laughs> there was another one, too. I always forget uh, where someone say? said the wrong word for something. It was. Um, um, I can't remember. But this is just. So the marriage isn't consecrated. Nor has it been consummated. I was going to say, it's not consummated, and it's definitely not consecrated Cons at definitely all. Definitely not consecrated. It's not. Not in um, the house of God. Not the church um, involved. So, I also want to say, she says, we haven't consecrated it, but I have touched the goods, and I gave him a hand job. Uh, that's what I assumed it was. So, I want to ask you, how was this hand job 
uh, done? How was it completed? How how was it? Did she just bring in a big box of popcorn one day? <laughs> Absurdly cartoonish, large box of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, or was Did it? She a- just sticks her hand and she looks yes. like she's eating the popcorn, but she's actually giving a hand. And it I- looks like just in this, there's just popcorn popping out. Pop, pop, pop. There's already butter in there, so you've got natural <laughs> lube. Uh, funnily enough, I actually am at an image. I think it probably was under a picnic table with probably a spray can of Baker's Joy. Okay. For that sure. would make sense too. You because you bring in the Baker's Joy. <laughs> yeah. Or You're, maybe WD forty that she borrowed from the guard. Ma- the mini can. Yeah. The mini can. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was just good old good old salt and water grease. from your mouth. Yeah. Maybe he No, liked- she couldn't they would never let him blow him. That's the thing. Well it's no, not, but no, maybe oh, she's in her hand, yeah. Um, I think it'd be, uh, I, I, she's like, not going to tell you how we did it. I just well, expect a really, really involved story. But also though, Poodle, imagine it's been a year or two years since anybody ever gave you a hand job. What would they have to do? Uh, probably not much. No, you'd have to just like, kind of like wave your hand over me. Exactly. So maybe... Maybe that's it, but maybe no, they, it just took a, a like a hard wind. But they um, haven't fucked y'all. They haven't fucked. Now her, his son Dougie. This okay. was a big deal. This is this is when this, this is, is why cringe, it got kinda, really cringy. This is the sad part. Dougie Junior is living with her for a year, so she's been parenting his child, y'all. And we find <sighs> out that she's parenting him. And she was only doing the weekends. Now it's for the last couple of months all the time because Dougie Jr.'s mom has, in um, in Dealing Rachel's words, addiction. a severe drug addiction. And she's dealing with that. So um, I just want to go back and say a little bit because I don't feel like we talked enough. Rachel is – we're going to find out more about Rachel. I Oh, actually, she's real hurt. Oof. I actually am calling it now. I think Rachel's going to have m- almost more issues than Doug. I don't know about that. Because I mean, Doug, during Ra- the call. Well, that's true. He says to her, uh, he asked how, how, how Dougie Jr. is like, you got to go baby him and treat him like a victim. That's what he deserves. I'm like, okay. Do you let him do whatever he wants to. She's like, well, and he's like, I need to come home because who's the boss? Good. That's who's, good parenting right there. Who's the boss? And she's and like, she you says, are. I think it's cute when he controls me. <laughs> she said, she says in testimony, she's like, she gets off the phone. She goes, wow. Wow, he's crabby. Y'all, that's <laughs> let's, not crabby. Let's laugh at something that sounds like uh, abuse. Let's crabby. laugh at something like that. Crabby is when poodle. I'm trying to think when you get crabby and just don't go straight to intense anger. Like, give me a second. <laughs> um, when he's hot, nope, that's anger. Um, um, when you're hungry, nope, that's anger. Um, usually, when someone's talking loud, anger. Um, when I've just gotten loud, banged the night before, I'm just kind of crabby instead of loud being angry. chewing, anger. Um, you know what? I feel like lighting. Bad lighting makes Poodle yeah, crabby. Yeah, it really but does. not angry, but just crabby. I'm just on edge. He's yeah. just on edge. This is not crabby. As she says, oh, this is just him flexing. That's what He's I like just, to call it. I like to – so, you guys, she's got – like she, both these, she's got sexual kinks and she's got emotional kinks of what she needs. She feels like a piece of shit about herself. Yes, she's going to do anything for someone that. to love her. 
It makes Anything. me really sad, y'all. This is going to be we're going to we're we're going to cr- we're going to clench our teeth the entire time through this storyline. I'm gonna calling be, it now. She, it's going to it's really the last thing she needs to be in this relate is a relationship. And sadly, she sits I, down and she's talking to Dougie. Yeah, and she no, said, "Yeah, go ahead." Though no, you skipped the featurette um, about oh. them measuring each other. Oh, for, yeah, and her he, saying, "You can put it. You can put it. You know." Halfway through our torsos match, so who cares how tall he is? Because she seems uh, shorter. She's four ten. Yeah, she says that. So, so I, I, I also wrote down: this is a bad boy fantasy gone too far. Yeah, it is. And anyway, and you were she, you were saying and she has honestly, she has it kind of like Britney has a bad boy fantasy uh-huh. as well. Um, although this is too Britney extreme from this uh, this, this season. season. Yeah. God, there's uh, so many Britneys on reality I know, shows, y'all. I know because stop 20, naming your kids that. Because <laughs> 30 years ago, everybody named their kid Britney, or 20 years, because probably Britney Spears. <sighs> Thanks, Britney Spears. We love her. We love her. So, or the chipmunk. Yeah, I. I my second favorite <laughs> quote is when Rachel said, "I've got the right prisoner this time." <laughs> Just thought. I, I okay. wanna, we had we had a sissy come at us and say instead of saying inmate or prisoner, say uh, person who's incarcerated or formerly incarcerated that, person. That was just her words. No, I'm but, I, no, her I, but I'm, I'm just saying that it does it, that those kind of using that kind of language makes it seem like they're not just uh, a someone who has who that's not what they are for life. Well, so it's uh, interesting you said that because what I was going to say from that that was that quote made me guffaw, but it also meant. And if you notice, if you look back on what she says, she kind of is doing, she is othering Doug. And she's yeah, almost, it's all kink. She's, it's kink that it's he all is, kink. Quote, It's all to gone her. too far. Yeah. Now it's a domestic thing with her, her and his kid. And like, it's fucked up. And I, and I wonder if she honestly really loves Doug the person or she's just she's into the kink of it. the idea of who he is. And 100%. she probably wants to prove someone wrong in her life. There have been three of them. And there, yes. this is the third one. And the fact that she, I I just, and I, I kind of think she wants to be on TV. I yeah. think, I just think she's in uh, this for all the wrong reasons. I So she's talking to him in this, another cringe scene uh, where the kids just wants to play video games. And she says, uh, She's like, I want to talk to you. And he doesn't. She's like, put the controllers out. <laughs> yeah. And she said, which is every parent felt seen. And she said, so how are your feelings about your dad coming home? And Dougie well, says. I want to oh. punch him in the stomach. Tell him what a shitty dad he's been. And then hug him. <laughs> it was one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Oh, on it's, the, it's the complexity and the truth of what this kid is feeling. Because I would say Dougie's probably <sighs> what, like 10, 12. 11? That's 12. what she said. 12 year old boy. So a very hard stage of your life anyway. And so it's, and Dougie says, goes on to say, he's going to have a lot of rules and he's going to make me follow rules. And, but if, but then he says, but if this is what I have to do to bond and spend time with him, I'll do it. Cause I want a, a family. Did you, did you notice what she said about, you know, he probably should really be playing video games either, according to his dad. And it's like, so are video games outlawed? This is oh, probably. really scary, you guys. So if his father comes back with all these rules, but, and then she and he argue over the rules, 
Yeah, that's or, exactly what's going to happen. And it's so fucked up when when she one says, parent. I guess your dad's going to have to answer to me about that video yeah, game. When one parent comes back or you go or like with divorced parents where the rules are just night and day different. Yeah. Between houses. That's what causes behavioral problems. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not uh, make this is not new to anybody who's had to share custody of kids. No. Uh, was it was the, were the rules in your house uh, were they the same when you'd stay with a certain it's, person? It's different for me because I my parents got divorced when I was sixteen. Yeah. So I was kind of already grown, and you'd already kind of like uh, it was too late for you anyway. Also, I was a good kid. <laughs> I didn't do oh. shit. Like I never had a curfew. You know why? It's probably because of that that you were you you wanted to be because you knew things I don't weren't. Think it was, I don't think it's because of that. I was always a, I was a bratty like elementary kid a little bit, but then as soon as I, my sexuality started com- and I felt different and weird and not like I probably was good enough for my parents because I was effeminate and gay and not like any of the other boys, I tried to be a good kid. That happened starting in like sixth grade. And you know what? I've got to say, you're still not like any of the other boys. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Y'all, the things that hold you back are the things that propel you forward. That is the truth. I was never like other boys either. Telling you, if you're worried about that holding you back, it's going to shoot you farther. I think we also think about, especially boys and girls, but fitting in. And because it's important to fit in. Oh, girls even more than boys, I think. Yeah, and... Sometimes, y'all, it's it's important to be able to 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 pass. Sometimes, as a kid, oh yeah, um, but it's super important. I remember that. wanting that, but it was always hard for me. And it's only only later on you get to that point in your life where it's where I, you probably wouldn't have been able to do that as a kid. Uh, but I, I'll sometimes see kids from either when I'm working with uh, when I'm working with kids in schools and stuff, and they're just so unapologetically themselves. And and kids are still kind of respecting them for it. Mm-hmm. And I would have never had the courage to do something like no, that. No, never. Because never, I was a kid when I was a kid. I think yeah, the kids so. now are going to truly change the world because the comp- it's just a whole different thing. Let's hope um, so. Okay, They need to I, grow up quick. They do. <laughs> this is skipping around a little bit. About Can we talk about Stan and Lisa, actually, and then talk sure, about— and Leave Courtney and Josh for last. I think we need to save Courtney for last. Yeah. <laughs> because after I talk about her, I'm going to be destroyed for the rest of it. It's, it's done. done. So let's talk um, about Stan, who's 65, and Lisa, who's 39. Which which is one of the... <laughs> tampering with a motor vehicle and possession of drugs and selling drugs. I need to Lisa. know what tampering with a motor I, vehicle is. Was that is like... That when, putting sugar in a gas tank? Yeah, I don't know. Was that when... <laughs> Like with Destiny uh, avoiding arrest when she cut off her her band, <laughs> or is that when like Lindsay uh, was in a car with a gun in a in a cop car chase with that with so many drugs? Scott, uh, I'm trying to Scott. drive, Scott. <laughs> it's a um, from a book, book. So y'all, Stan lives in St. Louis, Missouri, Missouri, and Missouri, Missouri, and this is the saddest episode of Grumpier Old Men we've ever seen. <laughs> There's no Walter Matthau. No, no they're, they're all and like really terrible grandpa jokes. It's just grandpa jokes. Uh, they're at a batting cage. And that that felt scripted with his friend I, Dash. Didn't catch the other gentleman's Dash name. And his name was uh I wrote it down somewhere, but it doesn't matter. Uh exactly. So, here's the deal. Is 
Is Stan wearing a toupee or is that oh, just a are bad? Are you kidding? It's a terrible <laughs> tube. I didn't know. I wrote a, down. I didn't know it was a bad tube. guy job. Uh, I, but it's a toupee. It's. I think did it's you a see? Did you see in previous photos? His hair never had that volume. Yeah. This a, is. I can't believe you asked that that was a toupee. This well, is. No, this I didn't is, know, you know what it is. It's or not bad a toupee. This is a ferret that is sitting <laughs> atop his head that sometimes goes <laughs> and moves bad. around. Well, this is a bad idea, Stan. <laughs> a bad idea. You know what? I think I found someone a little younger, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Shit, she's going to fuck you and leave you, and then I'm going to get lost. You won't that be able ferret- to find me again. <laughs> That ferret's name is Cosmo, and I have a feeling he's going to show up sometime. Cosmo the ferret's going to come back up. Um, (laughs) Wow. That's a bad idea. (laughs) Stan, Uh, you're too old for a cock ring. It might make you go into a stroke. Boy, Cosmo is shady. So (laughs) he, uh, Stan thinks he might have dated 125 girls since his wife died. She must be so proud. <laughs> he doesn't like being alone. Yeah. Um, and and also, she uh, he says his net worth is somewhere between $2.3 and or something. And yeah, some change, $2.3 Which um, I'm sure he tells all these women. You know, and you start to feel sorry for Stan. You're like, oh, he's a widower. Oh, he just no. wants to find love. And his friends say, well, where do you meet women? He's like, well, I meet them online. And then he says, but you know... That's why I get those younger ladies, because I'm tired of hearing about your hip hurting and your back hurting. You've, and all my empathy drops. Yeah, your sciatica's <laughs> acting up today. I just oh. want you to ride my Viagra cock. <laughs> my, that, taking my blue pill, you're going to ride my blue. red rocket. <laughs> my red rocket. Y'all, it's... It really it's is. So gross. You watch this. I watch this as a benefit disgusting. of the doubt. And I want to be like, this isn't creepy, horny Viagra man. This isn't creepy, horny oh, Viagra he is. man. Don't worry. Oh, wait. This is creepy, horny Viagra man. He's kind of like David from uh, a, a even grosser version of David from David and Lana from 90 Day Fiance. Uh, mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. He does remind me of David. That's mm, a good analogy. Yeah. Mm. I think David's grosser, actually. Oh, I I think this may, you know what maybe because we, we got don't know, to know him we don't know we don't know uh, he, he met Lisa I think let me look up this website too I think it's called Senior Arrangement Stop it is not called Senior Arrangement <laughs> Boy that just says in the name what it is Arrangement It, it is called Um I can't <laughs> I could have. Older women with their pain. <laughs> Older women with their neck pain. And their okay. <laughs> There's not senior arrangement. So I don't know what they kind of mumbled it, but they met on a dating website. He's picking her up on Saturday. And their high blood pressure. Yeah. Their high blood pressure. I'm still pressure. laughing oh. about that. Oh, I hate it when women complain. Oh, her thyroid's Arr. acting up and she doesn't want to <laughs> blow me. Oh, poor me. So she so so here's the deal. And their he menopause. Met, he's different than everybody else because he met Lisa before and they went on like two or three dates and he was like, wait a minute. This was magical. I'm falling in love with this woman. She let me put it in the butt. Everything is whatever magical for happy. And then suddenly he's ghosted and he doesn't hear from her at all. Right. 
This was different. This is the this is the one the only ones that, that did not meet in prison. No, and then he gets a call of a text that says or a text message that says, "Call this number," and she's in jail, y'all, for selling drugs. Yeah, well, yeah, possession. possession, at least possession. possession. We don't know within. He said possession. He said he so said selling drugs. Okay, so okay, he so said either that. but it, 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 with the charge would be possession with intent to distribute. Then. Yeah, but he said he she was selling drugs and that's what okay. landed her in jail. Anyway, but yeah. Um. So, but he's like, yeah, because her forty, her knee doesn't hurt, and he says that thing, age is just a number. <laughs> and he, Y'all, no, it's people, not. You only fuck younger girls. Yeah, age who, is really important to you. Age is just a number when it comes to you. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, not when it comes to women you date. Age yep. is a is a real problem for you for the women you date. Yep. Age is just a number when it comes to you because you're virile and strong. It's just so. Oh, it's disgusting. It's gross. It's <laughs> I gross. hate. I hate the court phrase. When older people say age is just a number and they're like fucking 23 year olds. Well, <laughs> cut to poodle in 30 years and see what he says. I will never say that phrase. You'll never hear me say that. Phrase. Let's see. Uh, Actually, y'all know poodle and I enjoy the company of older men. They know what I they're know. doing. Oh. Well, and they can pay for dinner. Um. <laughs> so Dash asks, Dash is like, so are you sure she's not a sugar daddy? He was like, no, because they just sugar heard. Baby. Sugar baby, yeah. Sorry, they just heard her call him on the phone, and she says, "Stan actually brings up first. This is what always happens. Stan's the one that says, oh, we're going to go get your clothes and your makeup. Y'all, these sugar daddies, they offer their money at first because they know that's all they have to give, really, mm-hmm. to be interesting. And then, like, six months from now, he's going to probably be, like, or six weeks, Wait a minute, you just want all my money? Well, yes, Dick, because that's <laughs> all you offered up. It, it is You created this situation, when, and now you want no ownership of it. When people are like, wait, does she just want me for my money? Yes. You're on a website that's like for, for usually older men to date younger women. Yes. I just want to say, y'all, this is just a note for life. Most of life is not like cereal. It's not that much of a mystery. Like, it's pretty easy to figure out. What you see is what you is, get. I kind of agree with that. that. 95% it looks of the like time, a duck, it's quacks a like fucking, a duck, it's a motherfucking it's duck. It's a motherfucking duck 95% of the time. Uh, so he's a sugar daddy, and so she's a sugar baby. So you don't Uncle Tony a lot, and he says he's working at a pizza joint, but you never see him at the pizza joint. He's in the mob. <laughs> Or, or he's taking time out to, uh, he's dancing ballet because that's what he's always wanted to do. Wait, that's a sitcom? <laughs> that's, that's so it never happens. That never happens. That would be the sitcom plot. Yeah. That Tony, that Tony has not been in his pizzeria, but and he's he always wanted to take ballet. And he's a mafia ballet dancer. <laughs> that's an 80, uh, that's a sitcom <laughs> from 1984. 
And there would be a theme song. It, is. it would air right after Bosom Tony's Buddies. Tony's Pizza, it's your <laughs> birthday. But Tony's Pizza, gonna have a good time. We got a, we got a Italian mama. She's gonna tell us all how to act. We got a smart mouth kid. He's gonna steal every scene he is in. We got a waitress who's been on this ship for so long. And we're gonna learn a story at the end of every episode. Tony's hard on the outside, but he's soft on the inside like cheese pizza. <laughs> that is the theme song for Tony's Pizza. <laughs> I forgot that we're not showing this video. So while you were doing the video, I was or singing. You were, in, I was, you were in being the cut the characters. I was, when they cut away and show the character when they yes. say their name. I was a sassy waitress. I was an Italian <laughs> mother and a child. Bangul. Bangul. Someone should make that pilot. I wish we make were Tony's Pizza. <laughs> it's called Tony's Pizza, yes. Why weren't we filming this video? <laughs> God bless it. Anyway, how did we get here? How did we get it? To even- <laughs> There's not much. Uh, basically, um, how did we get here? No, we can't sing rent because people are shaded. So <laughs> now that said, I uh, say, Lisa but, says, "Oh, go ahead." One thing about rent. Uh, I think it, did I mention that, that, that there's a Peloton rent ride? If you but that Christine Darcole does, and it's amazing. I loved it. Good. Um, <laughs> Good. Thank you so, for saying good and dismissing me. You just wait till another Oklahoma town comes up. You're getting a good from me. No, I say that because people have read us about rent because we've talked about how much we hate rent. And I then was they bringing say, up something completely different. No, you weren't. You were talking about rent ride and everybody says for somebody who hates rent, y'all sure do talk about it a lot. I really enjoyed it. I've never said I hate rent. You have gone up. Gary, you have said you've hated rent. <laughs> Don't remember. Not familiar. So anyway, but so Sando only says he's only spent about $5,000 on her, which I'm like, which is, that's not a lot. Deontay spent 25 grand. Sean's from Sean and destiny spent 40 fucking thousand dollars. That was bail though. Still, but he still spent, I mean, he ran it. But so there's one thing that might come up is that Lisa keeps saying on the phone. Well, I look like my brother. (laughs) Look like my brother. Don't. He's like, don't look oh, the same. Don't say, don't say that, honey. I'm sure you're beautiful. Don't say that. And she's like, no, really. It's, no, I really. look like my brother. I've, you, I've, I'm, I look like my brother. They haven't shown her on any of the previews, have they? No. <laughs> I know. I'm really hoping. I hope she's we, not transitioning. We have. We have. I don't think they. I don't think she is. Oh, good. Okay. But good. if she comes out with a beard. <laughs> Or, or just like a real short, like uh, haircut. Like, what's that? What's that? What's that girl? Like Tank Girl, uh, Lori Petty. Boy, like that's Lori- an old, <laughs> old reference. Tank Girl. <laughs> tell me how, how have tell, you seen no, no, the no. movie Tank Girl? I have it. I but, but it was you so just, pop- But yeah. tell me. Tell me when you were in college, you didn't walk into a Supercuts and say, I want that Laura Petty haircut. Uh, I looked like Laura Petty through most of my, uh, through most of my twenties. That haircut looks great on Poodle. Yeah. I, uh, although I, and I looked a little, although I wasn't as built and muscular as Laura Petty. No, not at all. Unfortunately. not at all. Did she ever come out as a lesbian in life? I don't think so. I think it was maybe it was just, She's just for, that good of an actor. Good for her. Well, she also did uh, um, League of Their Own. League of Their Own. 
I'm, she, she was in other stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> I just can't remember right now. But those are the big things. I Good don't know if she her. came out. Uh, she doesn't have to. No, she doesn't have to I think to at we all. know. No, but maybe she's not. That's true. Yeah, maybe she's not. As Mother Poodle would say, if she's not a lesbian, she's certainly missing a good chance. God. Yeah. I didn't know she was in Orange is the New Black. <laughs> yes, that's right. She is. I forgot about that. She's amazing. Really? Good yeah. for Lori Petty. I thought she went away. No. Well. She's been around. She's not like Linda Carter. <laughs> we need to move on. You have to admit, though, Linda Carter went away. Oh, yeah, she went away. Yeah. Um, but you, I, do, I can't say anything bad about Linda Carter because I no. love her, too. But you can't. You she, can't. She, she went away. Um, well, she's kind of a gay icon now, and, you know, she her husband just died. Sad story. Aww. Linda Carter's son is hot. Is he gay? No. Boy, that's a shame. But he's rich. Uh, that's just as good. Um, we need so to we need to wrap. Let's talk this about one up. Courtney and Josh. Courtney. Um, Courtney's thirty. And Josh, <laughs> poodle, I'll let you do the. Ch- Josh is twenty nine. Poodle. Uh, burglary and attempted assault. Eleven years. Whoa, fucking assault. So <laughs> y'all. Okay, I'm just gonna say this now. I'm gonna tell you right now who this person is. Um. But I, before we get to her, I just want to say, just add it to the apology tour. There's a fucking town <laughs> named Urbana, Urbana, Urbana in Ohio. Yeah, they couldn't figure out a good name, and somebody said, "Well, it's not urban. Well, there's and a, it's not suburbia. There's Ur- Champagne Urbana in 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 uh, Illinois. That's a it's a kind of a big big university, University of Illinois, Champagne Urbana." I just think that name sounds terrible. I, I've heard it before, so I've, I've never heard of Urbana, Ohio, though. Well, yet a, yet another place that I it looks don't... like it's right by Sandusky. Sa- sound like it's probably like Dubuque. Dubuque. We really when the demons got her. The demons got her. That Ohio apology live show tour is going <laughs> to be three weeks long, <laughs> with a new city in every night. I've, I, I there's some cities I'm still never going to. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to Sandusky. Probably not going to Urbana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Columbus, we're excited. Uh, yeah, Columbus, Cleveland. Those Cincinnati. are all. Those are Cincinnati. Those yeah. are definite stops. Dayton. I'd go to Dayton. Our color guard used to go to Dayton every year. No thanks. They'd have to raise money to go no to thanks. Dayton, Ohio, because that's where they had the national color guard competition. I've never heard good things, but who knows. Who knows? Uh-oh. Um, Daytonans, come to us. Is it Daytonans, maybe? Uh, so, y'all, if you watch Smothered last season, Courtney is Brittany, uh in her 30s. She's, <laughs> she is, because she's a correction she officer. She also kind of has a voice like she has this. A, she has a Danielle kind of Brittany voice. Yeah, she's, and I she thought, has a combination of Danielle and Brittany. And I thought, is this an Ohio accent that we're hearing? Because she sounds reminds me. There of isn't Danielle. an Ohio accent. There's just there's just this kind of I don't know, like opioid poverty belt accent <laughs> <sighs> that just wow. got real. But you all know what it is. Um, she's she is a former corrections officer, like but, but, but like Brittany is planning to do. 
Yes. Uh, she's also, a, I, I like it that she had the most interesting uh, occupation, former corrections officer slash power washer. So she's a power <laughs> washer now. So what's a power washer? Like you power wash someone's house. Uh, oh you, you, yeah, okay. those, are, those are businesses. It's Urbana, 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 not Urbana. There would be a Sedia over that. It's outside of Columbus, actually. Okay, it kind of a. It's just north of Springfield, two and a half hours from San. Remember Springfield, Springfield, where he doesn't even have an airport. Airport. <laughs> so y'all, she's it's a tiny third. town. These are kind of more the ones that are the same age. She's 30. Josh is 29. She's 30 years old, and she's on her fourth marriage. More than anything in life, I want to be a I wife. I think she said her third, but I, 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 maybe this is the fourth. I think this is her fourth marriage. Okay. Again, more than anything in life, I want to be a wife. Oh, this is not going to go well. Josh, Josh loves skinny jeans, y'all. Uh, he loves fashion. Please. So who please. knows? Please. I know. That's what I was please. thinking. Please, please, please be gay when we meet you. Oh, please. So she, um, so. Not and, to you know, say that straight men can't like skinny jeans and love fashion. But. No, because he might be gay because y'all, when they were dating and she was a corrections officer, she wore a multitude <laughs> of wigs just to get in and not get caught and, and it he worked. probably asked her to because he loves wigs and this shows you how <laughs> fucked up our correctional facility security is because y'all what did she say she did that for like six weeks before she got caught she walked in she's like hi there my name's diana i'm and, just here to see my aunt or my, my nephew i'm his aunt and the next the hey, next day hey, hey donald and the, ne- and the next yeah. day, she's like, hi there, I'm, I'm, my name's Marina. I'm his second cousin. We all kind of look alike around here with just different hair. <laughs> hey, Don, uh, does, does, does that woman look like Courtney, who we worked with every nah, day? No, nah. no. Nah. Cor- Courtney's uh, a lot taller. <laughs> that's true. Different hair color. Can't I'm, be. Hi, hi, Can't I, be the I, same. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, um, Marina number two. His oh, okay. third cousin once removed. I need okay. to see him too. Yeah. So sorry. Gotta look my like hair Courtney just, with my orange hair. hair. Just fell off. My hair just fell off. Ooh, Can't be Courtney. Ooh. Can't be Courtney. Y'all. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know about the, I don't know about corrections officers at any other so, institution. Literally, but going back, these were morons. <laughs> basically, these. It's just an eighty sitcom as well. If you want to disguise yourself, just put on a shitty wig and throw on glasses, and no one's going to recognize you. Down at Windsor Prison, we run a tight ship. Down at Windsor Prison, all kinds of things get by us, and everything's funny here at Windsor Prison. We got inmates, we got guards, we got inmates, we got the warden, he's the bad guy. And every time we're gonna learn something new, and maybe there's a teacher who comes in to make us all feel better. Down at Windsor Prison. Clink. <laughs> someone make that pilot too. Someone said that's what we're missing. A comedy said, like Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Bobby, put a slide whistle in that song so people know it's funny. <laughs> and that's what they did. So, y'all, they had a double <sighs> proxy marriage, meaning 
Two Neither one of them were there. Them. Neither one of them were there, but they got married. Kind of like Avery and Omar. Yep, they got married six months ago. Or me and Omar. Um, and the way he asked her, Poodle, is that he wrote a tattoo on her, his arm <laughs> with her face that said, Will you marry me? Oh, that's commitment. That's, that's commitment. commitment. What if she had said no? <laughs> she could have. She could have. Like, and he goes, what can I change this to you? Will you harry me? So Courtney. Phil, you, Phil, you carry me? Marry me? So Courtney goes to a, an attorney. Because Who is hot? He's cute. Um, He's very cute. What happened, attorney and Brian, what happened is, y'all, when she got fired, that's against the law what she did. Which she's, she's like, she, she said, couldn't I didn't be there. know it was against the law. And I'm like, I just I'm, pretty was a sure, rule. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they told you that in the handbook when they hired you, but sure. <laughs> so, so that was true. When she, when they found her from wearing the wig, she was thrown in jail for four months. When she started calling, when one time she called herself Fortney. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait, Fortney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My name's Fortney. <laughs> you know, that was a read of me doing sissy shout outs. And I appreciate it. That's an OG joke if you did sissy shout outs. Fortney. Fortney. I'm, I'm, my name's Fortney. I'm here to see Fosh. Oh, I mean, Josh. Fortney Lancaster. She's a correctional officer. So oh, she goes to pay the wall. I mean, <laughs> I've never been here before. Never. <laughs> so, but the deal is, she's on probation. So, because he's getting out of jail, he can't live with her. Right. She's on probation. A wig's not going to get her out of this situation. Yeah. So, she. Um, so She's even got a, like she gets to quarantine with him for fourteen days, but then he has to go live somewhere else. And he has to go else. But even when she goes picks him up, y'all. She's nervous sided. She's nervous sided. I I didn't even bring up this because She's I knew. She's nervous sided. I'm nervous sided. Poodle, what does nervous sided mean? It's a combination of nervous and excited. Poodle, what is uh, it? Don't really? look in the dictionary. What does it really mean? What does nervous sided really mean to you? Uh, you can't wait to get that D. That's what <laughs> nervous sided means. Okay, you know what? That ma- that definition makes sense. That's yeah. a callback to how I felt at the beginning of the you show. You can't wait to get that D. That's what it means. So her friend has to drive with her because her friend has to go pick up Josh because she can't, y'all. And now we're going to get into uh, – we're not making this up if you have not seen this episode. No. Um, no. She's – first of all, she's she's going to – she's already spent like $25,000 on him, she says. Yeah. And she's, they're showing up, they pull in this parking lot that literally looks like where <laughs> drug deals and murders happen. This, someone was definitely gunned down here. Yeah, there's just um, like a concrete like a- <laughs> pillar uh, that there's has graffiti like- <laughs> on it. Someone there's has broken glass bottles in there, the background from like a, a a gang fight. There have shit has went down here. And she's, she, my and favorite she- is she's like, I think this looks like a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> So behind, nice. behind the concrete pylon, yes. she decides to. I guess this is also a surprise kind of thing. So mm-hmm. she, her friend, goes to pick her up. She says, uh, "She's like, I need to find somewhere to put on the pickle costume." And I was like, oh, wait, huh? do, uh, come, what? Again? Wait, 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 "Come again, Megan Powder? What? Megan Powder? <laughs> Say that again." The pickle costume, Megan Markle pickle. What the, 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 the pickle costume? costume. And a I pickle. went. Mm, no, I what? think it sounds like she said pickle costume, <laughs> but I need to rewind. I knew, and then, then I heard, gotta put on the pickle costume. Oh, wait, she's wait, gonna wait, really? actually put on a pickle costume. Pickle costume. We find out, y'all, apparently there was a meme of a pickle saying, 
I'm again, I'm kind of a big deal. D I L L. So, you know what? I just want to say up all the time. I love this show and doing this with you. I'm so glad. This show is so good. So she's crouching down, trying to put on the pickle costume. And somewhere in heaven, Franz Kafka looks down and goes, I'm out. (laughs) This is some shit. You know, yes, I wrote something about turning into a roach. But this is, no, this is absurd. This is actually... Life has now become weirder than I ever could have thought about it. Franz Kafka did that? I thought that was from Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street where no, a woman Frank turns Kof- into a roach. Roach Metamorphosis. Oh, I where guess that's where they got it from. Yeah. God, I just want to bang my head against the screen. Um, I wouldn't read that. It's probably not good. I don't like roaches. <laughs> but you had to read Mm-mm. in school, didn't you? N- nuh-uh. I so want to get my hands on the Oklahoma State uh, re- reading do you list. Think, do you think they would let us read a book where someone turns into a roach? Oh, we he became a roach. We he woke up ha- as a roach. We can't have that Kafka novel. That's devil's work in there. That's sorcery. <laughs> we can't have sorcery. But it's, it's a, it's uh-uh. a, it's a no, metaphor. No, we can't. you're waking up as a roach. The Lord made you human. <laughs> the Lord made roaches roaches and humans humans. We can't have them intersect. Even though his name mm-hmm. in the um, in the book is Gregor Samsa, which sounds like Kafka, they still would say, oh, wait, it's not. They think it's definitely a story about a man turning into a roach. Turn, it's man not, turning into a roach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Satan's going to get so, you. <laughs> Roaches are supposed to walk beneath us and we walk above. So this woman, she is hiding as in the, in the pickle costume on this, the ground. This <laughs> She looks like the the, the intensity and drama. <laughs> She's already crying to the phone, like I'm just so excited to see him. The intensity and nervousness that she has to getting trying to get into this costume on time and hide looks like a scene of like Mad Max of them trying to hide uh, from of when uh, or just some type of dystopian future. It does it looks dystopian because it's just this concrete pillar. And, it and looks she's sitting like there the, hiding in a pickle yes, costume. Yes, like an army is coming, and she has to save the day, and she is nervous. The Handmaid's Actually, Tale with pickles. She's. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's not nervous. She's, she's nervous. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. Well done. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Way to call that. Y'all, Someone took an improv class once. That's Lalu, Love After Lockup, season three, whatever God. the fuck episode this is. This is going to be a wild ride, and we cannot oh my wait for it. I cannot still, I still, wait. I'm trying to picture her just saying, her, she probably ordered four pickle costumes. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> she thought, yeah. thought the one she liked best. Y'all, we... Oh. Um, Oh, so if you enjoyed this episode of Love After Lockup and you want to listen to more, you need to subscribe to Reality Gaze Extra and listen to it on We've Patreon or Supercast. One, one Love After Lockup and one Life After Lockup, yeah. right? And I just want to make yeah. – yeah, yes. And I just want to make clear, Patreon or Supercast. You can do either one. Yeah. We love our super, series, super Sissies. We love our Gatrons. They're the same thing. If you want the videos of us watching 90 Day Fiance and stuff, that's all on the $15 tier. For Patreon. Um, yes. So – Man, I don't know what even 
I'm still spinning from this. You can check out all of our other shows. Y'all, we've got uh, you, me, and my ex that's coming on the $8 tier as well, the new TLC cringe tier show. We also have... Um, Smothers uh, running. Smothered, but what's the... I'm blanking. Too Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle is coming to back handle. on our $5 cold, cold. tier. $5 tier. You, you know, can hear rapping on the theme song. Too Hot to Handle and probably Love After Lockup are my favorite theme songs, actually. I really? Think. Yeah, I think that we do. Yeah, so ex- I don't know. I love Smothered. <laughs> That's still no, my, the my Mama favorite. It's pretty good too. We enjoy them all. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, you can find us on Cameo. You can find us on. Uh, hey, we're just. If you probably listen to this, it's probably already dropped our episode recaps of Ninety Day Foodie Call are are on our Instagram. So go to Reality Gaze Podcast. It's actually a video of yeah, sec- cooking and talking about the characters on Ninety Day. Foodie and we're Call. answering sex questions. We are. We're talking about butt plugs. Whatever I'm, you ask, we I'm answer. making chakalaka and pop. Yeah, it's really good. He said. I didn't eat it. You didn't send me any. <laughs> it was I'm in good. Oklahoma. It you was loved good. it, right? Yeah, I hope I you it. froze me some for when I come home. Uh, that's it, y'all. That's the show, We're everybody. Going. Hey, We're- if you like this show, leave a five star review on Apple Podcast. And we will la you later. Lock me up, roll with a Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.